on today's Into Your Head podcast uh, number, what is it now? Hold on, I have to bring this up and see what number it is. Uh, it's pretty close to 700, I know that, but what an exact thing. Uh, probably could uh, try and not record this succinct uh, introductory segment until I've looked up the number, uh, but where would be the entertainment value in that for me? No, Oh, there we go, it's episode 696. Anyway, on today's Into Your Head number 696, uh, the future of religious research by mass supermarkets, and lots more. get on with today, items that need to be attended to, issues that need to be addressed, topics, oh topics, we've got lots and lots of topics, we're positively booming to the seams with topics, we've got topics coming out of, uh, topics coming out of this mouth, uh, this mouth, this mouthful orifice uh, in the front of my face, uh, well it's in my face, your face doesn't have a front or a back, your face is a one dimensional object, uh, it's a face, it's by definition it's a face. It's a uh, so you don't go up to a cliff face and say, "Oh, where's the back of this cliff face?" You do not. You say, "Where's the back of the mountain that this cliff face represents?" Uh, but you don't say, "Oh, I want to look at the back of it." Unless you're freaking Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and you're fucking boring into the mountain and going into some cave to tackle mon. I don't know. I've never seen Indiana Jones. I've never seen Indio- Indiana Jones. <coughs> I've never seen Star Wars. I never got pneumonia, I never got flu, I never got you, but yeah, that's from a, that's from a book I was forced to read in second class in school when they put me into the special advanced reader section and they tried to make me read a, oh, they tried to make me read a section that had loads of PNs, I never got pneumonia, I never got flu, I never got new pajamas, and I found it extremely challenging, I must say, it was probably the idea, to say we need to challenge these people more. Uh, they're being bored to tears by the regular standard class uh, stuff. Uh, so we'll put this top uh, top something percentile into a special section. Uh, we'll put them in a corner like animals in a zoo and we'll feed them special stuff. And the rest of them will look at us like we're freaks, uh, which indeed we are. And you'll be mocked for the rest of your school life. Uh, mocked and jeered at and treated like a second class, well, treated like a first class citizen when everyone else is second class citizens. Which really annoys people. People don't like when you're uh, better than them, I find. You probably don't like me now because I'm better at doing this than you are. Your version of Into Your Head sucks monkey nuts and there's also a breach of my copyright. Uh, or is it? I don't know. I haven't got time to haven't got time to go through the, the legalistics of it at the moment. Oh, incidentally, I'm drinking water out of a plastic uh, brown beer bottle from a homebrew beer kit. But it's water. It's water. It's as pure as be damned water. I filter it myself. I pour it out of the tap and put it into a filter jug and pour it into the bottle and fill up my fridge with water and drink it. Uh, don't worry, I've had energy drinks, but I've had enough of them for today. So we're on to the... 
uh, onto the pure Irish tap water now, uh, filtered down by, oh, filtered down by water filters. Uh, filter, you get a water filter and you put it in a jug and you run water through it and it supposedly takes all the crap out of it. Uh, takes all the hard water, whatever makes water, hard water taste like crap. They remove, presumably, crap. If something makes something taste like crap, there's a good chance that the ingredients, the ingredient that does that is crap. Although that's, uh, that's changed in the last few decades with processed food. You never know now. When something tastes like crap, there's a good chance that they've developed an artificial crap fa- flavor flavoring that they've put in and there's no real genuine natural crap in it at all. Uh, but hopefully that's not the case with tap water. I live in a hard water area where you drink the water straight from the tap or even uh, from a glass after filling the glass from the tap. It tastes like crap. So you have to filter it. You have to do all sorts of crap with it to make it, oh, to make it uh, drink worthy. Uh, you can drink it. It won't kill you. It'll just make you uh, go, that's disgusting. I hate the taste of water. I'm never drinking this again, uh, which is not a good uh, not a good uh, thing to happen unless you're in the last few hours of your life and you're never going to need water again. Uh, if you decide a couple of hours before you die uh, that you've had enough water for one lifetime and you're never going to drink any water again, then that's fine. It's not going to cause any problems. But if I were to decide now, uh, hopefully several decades before my death, uh, that I'm never going to drink water again, uh, that could advance my death quite significantly or reduce my uh, quality of life for the next few decades. Uh, so no, it's, uh, it's important to uh, make your water palatable to yourself. Uh, make it palatable. Uh, make it. Oh, you have to make it slide down the palate without making you want to vomit. Or how reminding you of the feeling of wanting to vomit. It doesn't necessarily make me want to vomit when I drink it straight from the tap. It just reminds me of that sort of thing. Reminds me of something that would make you vomit. Like, for example, uh, drinking vomit. That would make you vomit. If you drink your own vomit, probably, you're probably not supposed to drink your own vomit. Right? You're allowed to say you should drink your own piss, that it's good for you. But if you drink your own vomit, no. That stuff that uh, your stomach has rejected because I can't deal with it. It says, fuck this. I'm not dealing with this. I'm not even going to process it down to the wastel area. I'm going to send it back up to their mouth and their mouth can spew it out into people's face. I puked up on a bus once. I've told the story before on this uh, podcast. We won't get into that again. Uh, Suffice to say, uh, puking is not something that you want to get into a habit of. It's considered a bad thing, even though it's a good thing. Uh, It's your body purging you of stuff that might kill you. It could be poisonous, so your body's says I'm going to let all this crop out through my mouth rather than through the usual crop uh, expulsion system. I'm not even going to make it into crop. I'm going to uh, add flavourings to it like boil. Uh, boil is the artificial crop flavouring of the uh, digestive system world. Your stomach adds boil to it and then sends it back up to your mouth and your mouth says, oh, this tastes like crap. I know it's not real crap. It's just artificial crap flavouring made from stomach acid and boil. Uh, but as a result, I'm going to uh, oh, I'm going to puke it out and let it out of my system. And that's why you're alive today. That's why you're alive today. The wonderful world of the human body that keeps you alive and well and fit. Ah, uh, well, you're not all that well if you're puking up. Well, still, you're better than if you weren't. <laughs>
Uh, your body has a bit more cop on than you. You're stupid enough to put that stuff into your system, but your system is advanced enough to reject it. Let it go. Let it go. Uh, let it go. Let it go. That's a song, isn't it? Uh, when the weather outside is whitening, and the trill is so delighting, and when you've eaten some coal, let it snow, let it go, let it snow. <laughs> Let us know, let us know, let us know. Anyway, hello, and welcome to the show. Two vials of stomach acid walk into a bar. One of the vials of stomach acid goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest Guinness, please? And the man behind the bar says, Oh, now that's interesting. Is that the stomach vial talking? Uh, or is it the vial that's in the stomach vial talking? Because isn't it like, uh, remember on the cartoon Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the 90s? Or was it some other cartoon? One of them anyway. There was a character who was a monster, uh, an octopus-style monster, who was inside a, oh, inside a robotic thing that he drove. And it was his persona, the, uh, the robotic thing that he drove, or the monster inside him, or a boat. There's a question for you, and the same thing arises if a if a sample of stomach vial comes up to you and it's inside a oh it's inside a pipette or something or a test tube. Uh, it's obviously not able to transport itself on its own, so the test tube is part of it. It's like an artificial leg, but it's as necessary as the day is long. Uh, not as necessary for the day to be long. The day is the same. The day is the same length pretty much every day, but that's all artificial as well. Uh, we like to think that days are natural but they're not, they're artificial but still we don't say the days aren't real no no, we say they're as real as be damned they're as real as the drivens I'm looking outside, out the window now and I can see it's 11 minutes to 10 of a Monday morning and the world outside is as ah, it's daylight, daylight but it's not real daylight it's, ah, it's not proper June, July 1st daylight it's frigging, uh, it's more like uh, February the f- 12th daylight or February the 9th maybe I don't know I don't know if I were to look it up now if you were fact checking this and you looked up the weather for February the 9th of this year you'd probably find the sun was splitting the rocks on that day although if I remember rightly it was uh, fucking freezing till about April this year uh, well, that's not the point that's not the point the point is days are artificial yet we still consider them natural we consider it natural for the freaking uh, earth to rotate uh, at some outrageous speed every 24 hours and for it to spin around the sun on its axis and for the sun to go oh uh, that uh, planet has turned its face away from me for 12 hours now that's fine that's fine I'll just shine on the other side of it uh, like I'm heating up a frigging sausage or something absolutely fucking ridiculous but apparently no that's how it works that's how it works and we're led to believe this by the sign the so called sign Scientists they come out and say, look at this. Uh, the Earth, uh, the Earth spins on its axis and pisses around the galaxy or the solar system, whatever you call it. A great speed. Ah, they've got a, they've got a thing that was launched in the seventies now, and it's supposedly arriving at the edge of the solar system at the moment. Uh, they're not sure. They think it's getting there. Uh, what's it called? Uh, it's called either something or something two. I think it's that's the something because uh, something two was going a slower route or something. Anyway, some. The probe. 
uh, it's nearing the edge of the solar system. I say there's a lot less uh, gravity happening. There's a lot less. It's meeting a lot less objects. And one of these days, it's just going to go out of the solar system. And I say, uh, how we'll know when it goes out of the solar system? I don't know. Uh, so how we'll know whether or not we know that it's gone out of the solar system? Uh, we don't know either. That's NASA for you. And uh, they've had this thing, and the batteries are going to run out at some point as well. His batteries going to run out of batteries. Uh, they had these battery batteries in the 70s last for 50 or 60 years. Uh, trying to try tell that to the young people today, and they'll say, No, a battery is a thing that you use for an hour, and then you plug a thing at your desk, you jam a white cable into it, and then it says, uh, this accessory is not supported by this phone. And then you say, it's not a phone, it's a freaking space probe that I'm trying to launch into space. You need to be a bit more reliable than that. And the phone will say, I'm not a space probe, I'm just your fucking phone, I'm not that important. I don't need to be freaking charged up with uh, nuclear thermodynamics that last 50 years. You're not going anywhere important. You're not the freaking CEO of Microsoft or something. You're not the president of the United States. Uh, you're just some fellow with a phone a few hours of battery life will do you and stop whining for Christ's sake you've got flying cars now and all you can do is whine and you'll say we don't have flying cars and they'll say what do you call that thing that's reaching the edge of the solar system at the moment and you'll say that's a flying car I suppose well, it's a toy car because it's remote controlled uh, you wouldn't be able to put a person in it and they'll say uh, try telling that to the aliens who are going to see it Soon, and you say I'll try uh, but I won't get a response back for them for about uh, 43 hours because that's how long it takes it's not really going to be much of a conversation and the, uh, the phone will say, well, that's hardly my fault. That's hardly my fault. Uh, blame the app developers, the app devs, as they like to call them in the industry, people who make uh, apps for phones nowadays to refer to in the industry as app devs to say oh look that fella's a dev he's a dev and uh, not to be confused with dev uh, who's the affectionately uh, name of uh, Eamon de Valera uh, one of the Irish uh, former leaders uh, back in the old days back in the old days when we were setting up a country there was a fella called de Valera and we said we'll shorten this to dev even though it makes no sense whatsoever the short for de should be D, and the short for Valera should be V-A-L, so he should be called D-Val, uh, Eben D-Val, uh, would have been a lot better, but no, apparently in those days we were too busy, uh, too busy having civil wars and other crap, and uh, having stuff for the Americans to make movies out of a hundred years later, uh, we were too busy doing that than coming up with proper short names for people, there's more to life than coming up with short names for people, if your name, uh, if, if it's so important for your names to be short, uh, give people a short name when you're christening them for Christ's sake. Uh, don't go around if you're going to call your child, uh, if you're going to call your child uh, uh, Aloysius T. Anti Disestablishmentarianismistic, uh, don't come crying to me when you say, Oh, that's a bit of a mouthful. I need a short version of it. Uh, just call them Al uh, to start with and get it over and done with. Uh, done with and over with. If you would like to comment on any of the issues raised in this program, Email studio at intoyourhead.com. Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Match the cats. Match the cats. Match the cats. Match the cats and stuff. Are you a 
cat? Or do you know somebody who might be? Then tell yourself about Matchstick Cats. Neil's webcomic. Brand new episodes at IntoYourHead.com. I know what you're thinking there. Uh, you're thinking this is all a bit substandard. This is a bit disappointing. Uh, this isn't one of the greatest episodes of Into Your Head ever made. Well, you don't understand. Uh, percentages and statistics. In order for every show to be one of the greatest episodes of Into Your Head ever made, uh, they'd all have to... Well, you'd have to... Uh, well, it doesn't make sense. You can't all... Uh, everything can't be in the top percentile. Let's say, for example, you wanted every episode to be in the top 10% of shows, uh, that would mean that uh, 90% of the shows would have to cease to exist. I'd have to go back in time and wipe them, and then the remaining 10% would be in the top 10%, except they wouldn't, because the 100% wouldn't exist anymore, and they'd be the only ones there. Uh, so no, uh, you need to watch a few more science fiction programs, and maybe that thing, that thing about the pie, uh, the fella, uh, the fella who discovered pie or did something with the number of pi and uh, bore a hole into his head with a drill at the end. Uh, spoiler alert, uh, it's okay, you're not going to watch it. If you haven't seen it by now, it's about 10 years, 15 years old, you're not going to see it anyway. Uh, there's a movie called Pi, and the fella goes around uh, getting sick of all the crap and intelligence that's going on in his head. Uh, he's thinking too much, so he decides, I'm going to get a drill and bore a hole in my head. And then the movie ends, because uh, one once the, uh, once the lead character has bored a hole in his head, there's not much else he can do. It's just like with Dexter now. If the last season starting this week, uh, once whatever happens to him happens, he'll presumably get his comeuppance or go get killed or get in jail. Uh, once that's done, there's no point in continuing. You can't have the lead character not there. Uh, that would be like uh, that would be like carrying on, uh, carrying on your own life without you in it. If you said, "Oh, I'm dead now," but I'm going to carry on as if nothing happens uh, the world will just look upon you as a ghost and say that fella's a ghost he's not real either that or he's a zombie which is terrifying uh, if you're a zombie you probably get a lot more attention than a ghost ironically because if you're a zombie you're not there anymore it's just your body and it's being uh, taken over by something else if you're a ghost it's really you who's come back uh, but you get a lot less attention than a zombie people are far more interested in zombies than ghosts and by interested I mean terrified they're scared to crap of us to say oh there's a body that's moving it's like a freaking uh, it's like a robot that's being pre-programmed except we can't control the program and that's what scares us we can't put we the only thing that's scaring us about zombies is the fact that we can't install our own apps onto them that's the only thing that scares a fucking ridiculous you want to install your own apps onto a fucking corpse you fucking you fucking weird pervert sicko weirdo and you're scared because you can't do it you're scared because you can't do weird things to a corpse involving ones and zeros absolutely oh no but the uh but the zombie gets the uh gets the bad credit for this not you you fucking weirdo creepy weird ass uh weird ass creepy weird ass weirdo but let's have a drink of water will we have a drink of water we might as well uh get your drinks of water out now uh one two three down and then one. Mm. Uh.
Now, uh, I know that probably didn't work out too well because I said down in one, but I didn't say what quantity of water we were going to drink. That's because I'm not a fucking control freak. I can't, I'm not going to dictate to you how much water you should drink. Drink as much as you need or as much as you want, uh, whichever you prefer. I'll drink as much as I want. I'll drink till I'm not thirsty. Uh, drink till you're not thirsty. Eat till you're not hungry. Uh, work until you're not poor. Uh, live until you're. Uh, well, live as long as you can. Uh, walk until you get to your destination. And then if you feel like walking more, walk further, but only walk half as far as you want to go and then turn back, uh, which involves a little bit of thinking ahead, admittedly. But such is life. Uh, such is life. You have to plan for things. Uh, that's why you have to take out uh, life insurance. You have to get a... Ah, you have to... Uh, watch the uh, the lever on your car to make sure you know how to petrol before it happens. Ah, you have to prepare for it. Such is life. That's why we have brains. We have big, sophisticated brains. Uh, use them. Your brain is a tool. Use it. You're a tool, uh, but you've got a brain that'll make you less of a tool. Do you use the word tool abroad? You probably don't. I don't know. A tool is a slang word for an idiot that some people use over here to say, oh, that fella's a bit of a tool. He's a bit... Uh, which is a bit odd if you don't mind me saying so because tools are what changed huma humanity. Uh, one day we were going around uh, catching uh, oh, catching uh, woolly mammoths by slapping them over the head until they softened and died. Uh, then we invented tools and weapons and next thing you knew we had a stick. We didn't have to come as close to the uh, to the dinosaur or whatever it was. We could fire a spear at it and stab it in the face from a distance and we survived a bit longer so don't be mocking tools uh, don't be mocking tools at all. It's not a. That's why when people are, uh, when people have industrial problems, uh, they have problems with their employers. They threaten to down tools. They say we're going to have a strike. We're going to down tools because they know that'll scare people. They say, oh, those fellas, they're going to down their tools. That's the worst thing that humanity could threaten to do. Uh, we better listen to them and get into talks and give them a pay rise or have a negotiation or whatever. And I'll tell you, so you sure you'd be damn sure the hell is Christ that that works I'm no uh, I'm no industrial relations expert. I didn't go to the school of... Uh, there used to be a school of... There used to be a college of industrial relations in, in Dublin. It's called something else now. It's called something... Oh, no, it's not called something else now, literally. It's called... Uh, what's it called? It's probably called something called... Oh, it's called the uh, National Co College of Ireland or something. I don't know. It's some crap like that. Some crap. Some fake crap like that. It's not a real official college of Ireland. Uh, but they gave it some stupid name like that. I used to go to a college that was called uh, Griffith College. And they said there's a big university in Dublin called UCD. Uh, so we're going to call this GCD for Griffith College Dublin. And it'll look a bit like UCD. And we'll get a logo that's a big fancy. There's a load of crap. A little private school that said, oh, we're going to make us look official. We're not official at all. We're not official. Well, it's official, as I suppose. That's not to say they were fraudulent or anything. I'm not making any allegations here. Uh, I spent many years in that college and learned a lot about double entry bookkeeping. Uh, but apart from that, no. Anyway, on with the show.
Once upon a time there was, uh, oh Christ, what was there? Let's see, uh, what will fill up another seven minutes or so? Uh, once upon a time there was a seven minute gap. Uh, well, not a gap. A gap implies that there's something at the other end of it. Although now that you mention it, there is, because I've already put in the closing bumper. So there is a gap here to fill. Uh, I just have to drag the closing bumper over to the right a bit and put this in in the ensuing gap, which admittedly hasn't been created yet, but it's been created in my, mo- in my mind. The gap is there and it needs to be filled. It needs to be... Not that this is filler. Uh, no, no, this is the fourth quarter of one of the finest episodes of into your head ever created uh well one of the finest of the finest anyway of the top 10 percentile assuming this is in them uh, this is one of the finest uh no that's bollocks isn't it that's bollocks that's pure unmitigated bollocks uh, which is a good thing being pure and unmitigated are good things are something to be celebrated you don't want things to be uh, mitigated or unpure unpure thoughts uh, any, anyone will tell you unpure thoughts are the most disgusting vile things you want a pure thought uh, it can be pure and filthy you can have a uh, people get confused about this you can have a filthy thought and it's fine as long as it's pure if it's unpure uh, for example if you have a filthy thought in your head uh, but it gets sullied by for example uh, the appearance of a uh, oh the appearance of for example a can of coca-cola which is product placement let's say for example you're having a uh, you're having a filthy dream uh, but coca-cola somehow gets a product placement in there uh, then you're having an unpure thought because you're having a pure filthy thought and it got corrupted by uh, corrupted by by uh, corporations uh, destroying your destroying your thoughts, making you unpure. Uh, Commercialisation, basically, that's that's the real uh, pure uh, unpureness. Uh, everyone gets uh, to well, tell that to the church, though, and they'll say, no, it's not. Commercialisation is one of the finest things known to man. Uh, they'll say, uh, Brennan's today's bread today. Uh, please uh, take it on your tongue and go and kneel down while it melts on your mouth does brennan's bread melt on your mouth it probably doesn't but i can tell you it's absolutely fucking delicious uh one of the finest white breads known to man in this country brennan's bread that's why it's more expensive than the rest of them I believe it's around 185 a pan uh if you get your tesco value i believe it's around 60 something cents uh, so i like to find a happy medium you go somewhere in between that's what you do in a recession a happy medium uh, where was I? Uh, where was I? Uh, oh, I was filling in gaps. That's where I was. I've only filled <coughs> three minutes so far. Jesus Christ. Uh, that's not a swear word, incidentally. I'm saying, Jesus Christ. Uh, may he rest in peace. Uh, may he rest in peace and uh, be uh, become, a, become a celebrity in his death, uh, more even more so than he was in his life. I think he already is. I think it's only 2,000 years since his death. Uh, barely a person alive who hasn't heard of him. Although all those people are going to be dead soon. But the next generation will have heard of him too. Uh, you come around in a 
a hundred years time and do a survey and say, uh, have you heard of Jesus Christ? Yes or no? Please fill in this survey and we'll send you some club card points for your Tesco card. Uh, now, uh, we'll ignore your survey if you just tick option A on everything or do the same uh, option all the way down. Our program will say, oh, that fella's not filling this in genuinely. He's just trying to get the club card points. So be careful there. Uh, but no, that's reasonable, isn't it? Oh, per perfectly. Although it's not reasonable to think that Tesco supermarkets would be doing a survey about Jesus and whether you've ever heard of him. Uh, no, uh, maybe though things will have changed. You never know what life is going to be like a hundred years from now. A hundred years ago we didn't have cars. A hundred years from now, why wouldn't the supermarket be doing surveys about religion? Uh, supermarkets provide every other service. They've, uh, they'll probably start providing religious services soon enough or whatever you need. They'll say, oh, we'll sell you your we'll sell you your mass in a pill. You get a pill and you swallow it every Sunday and that's your religious needs dealt with. Uh, maybe that's what they'll do. In which case, they'll undoubtedly need surveys. They have surveys for everything else, so why not that? I don't see why not. I don't see why not. Uh, why would I? I'm not a neck. I'm not an in. I'm not in in that business. Why would I? Although that's not necessarily a good thing. That means if I don't see why not, that doesn't mean there's a reason why. That's that. There's not a reason why not. It just means I'm. Uh, well, it may mean I'm not capable of knowing, and uh, I'm not qualified to speak on the topic, which I'm more than happy to admit I'm not qualified to speak on this topic that's fine this isn't some kind of science program uh, this isn't that thing uh, skeptoid with what's his fella who does the big long research every week he does a 10 minute program but puts about 3 years of research into every episode and every word that comes out of his mouth he has 10 pages of references to back it up uh, that's not what this is although I highly recommend it skeptoid the podcast one of the finest programs known to man uh, but apart from that no anyway good morning you've been listening to neil tell you stories about cats probably neil talks a lot about cats send your topic suggestions to studio at interyourhead.com <laughs>